Hey everybody, I'm Suzanne Daly, your delighted host of the Teach Happier podcast. Thank you for being here. The goal is to help you get into the healthiest headspace and heart space for your upcoming week working in schools, whatever your important role may be, in five minutes or less. Each episode will include a little story and a small shift for you to incorporate in the upcoming week. And at the end of the week, you can reflect to see if that small shift increased your happiness at work and at home. Let's get started. Last week, we had two simple shifts to consider. The first was waking up in the morning and deciding how we wanted to feel when we went to bed that night. And then we remembered that we are in a challenging season, but like all seasons and shamrock shakes on the McDonald's menu, it is temporary. And you know what else happened last week? Our Teach Happier community grew even more with listeners from Ireland, Singapore, and India. So welcome, new friends. I have a question for you. What would you do if you had some uninterrupted time to yourself? Like sustained, uninterrupted time. Did you just gasp? Yeah, I know. It sounds ridiculously luxurious and indulgent. But... Positive psychology teaches us that the idea of intentional time away can benefit our overall health, energy, happiness, and productivity. But how can we as busy educators get a little intentional time away? Let's find out with this week's story. A few weeks ago, I ran an after-school workshop. It was a cold February day. It was already getting dark shortly after 4.30. And since it was a Thursday, most of us were tired, downright weary, limping toward the weekend. So to rally the group, we began with a routine I like to call, let's start this thing happy. And we just took two minutes to prime our tired teacher brains with something positive. So I asked, what are you looking forward to this weekend? So responses ranged from, I'll see my son's basketball tournament, to my family's finally visiting from out of town now that we're vaccinated, or I got virtual book club tomorrow and I know I'm going to laugh the whole time. All of these are perfectly expected responses, right? And then one colleague, nearing the end of her teaching career, blissfully shared this. My husband and I treat every weekend like it's a spa weekend. We wear fuzzy robes, make mimosas, order in delicious food, and relax for the entire weekend. Everyone looked at me through the screen and then kind of looking at each other and let out a collective sigh and a silent eye roll. What? Robes? Luxury? Turn our home into a temporary spa? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm in a pretty busy season in my life right now, and I imagine you are too. My weekends are generally spent shuffling my two kids around, running 27 errands, just trying to get my family of four ready for the upcoming five-day school week in 48 hours or less. I mean, it's tiring even saying those facts. So if we don't prioritize, preserve, and protect our time, our weekend can turn into a hurried blur filled with lots of tasks like laundry and list-making and lesson-planning. The term weekend happier seems a bit redundant, right? But I think we can weekend happier, which will help us teach happier, 
parent happier, partner happier, and friend happier. We can accomplish this by asking one question. What is my weekend wish? This has been a small shift my husband and I ask each other about every Thursday night. We simply ask, what's your weekend wish? And it gives us a chance to envision what we will both need individually to feel re-energized, rested, and rejuvenated with the precious time and space we're given in the upcoming weekend. Oftentimes, it's such a small wish. I'd like to go for a long run on Saturday. I would love to grab coffee with Corinne and catch up. I just kind of want to be alone and read for an hour. The beauty in this question is it takes less than a minute to decide our weekend wish. The magic of this question is when the wish later turns into action and honors what we need. It's an opportunity to vocalize to ourself or another person and then commit to it. When it's one of those weeks and I feel tired by Tuesday, I will ask myself, what do I want or need to do with my time this weekend to regroup and rejuvenate? Do you remember a few episodes ago when we learned that when we have something to look forward to, either short-term or long-term, we become happier? I mean, it can actually be measured through brain imaging. So once again, even by asking ourselves, what's our weekend wish, we are reminded that we have tremendous influence on our own levels of happiness. We find time for what we have to do, but we need to make time for what we want to do. We must make time for ourselves so we can get back into our classrooms Monday morning feeling more energized than we did when we staggered out of there Friday afternoon. And we can do this with intentional time away. So what's our invitation this week? Create a weekend wish. It may sound silly for some of you who are loyal Sunday night listeners to envision how you can add some positivity into the time and space for this upcoming weekend five days from now. But the good news is, you'll have five full days to look forward to this special time. Imagine it, share it, and plan for it. All we have is time. So here's to squeezing the heck out of our weekends and showing up for our students every other day of the week. If you love your students, take care of their teacher. And weekend happier. Small shifts bring the biggest gifts. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Teach Happier podcast episode. Let's connect on Twitter at Daily Suzanne or join our Teach Happier Facebook page or visit SuzanneDaily.com.